Welcome to the Peak Game Podcast, episode 101. Brought to you by Hugh Flint's Philosophy. Today, I'm talking about how your prime is priceless. And if you think my opinions are triggering, just wait until I give you the facts. with the cops. What up, it's Hugh Flint, playboy the hustler, and welcome to Hugh Flint's Philosophy. This is the best new podcast out, touching on dating, relationships, etc., etc. It's a beast out there. It's a dirty game. Now, your prime is priceless. Now, there's a lot of things about the prime that a lot of people don't know. Some may know, some may not. You cannot waste it, all right? So, full disclaimer, the dating marketplace is a marketplace. Let's make that clear before we even jump it off. The dating marketplace is a marketplace. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sales. Okay? So everybody's pitching themselves. Whether you like it or not, it is what it is. The dating marketplace does have a value system. It does. It was an unwritten value system uh, initially, but, you know, we can't keep hiding the truth from people. And it's important that we comprehend the marketplace if we're going to be in it. All right. So sexual market value. Y'all can reject the ideology of desirability having a value system if you want. But my philosophy is know the market. You got to know the market. And then that way you can navigate it. When you understand the marketplace and then you understand your sexual market value, you can really, really kill the game when it when it comes to the dating. Even though the modern dating landscape is a beast. But trust me, you can use uh, everything that other people may see as an obstacle to your advantage. And you can play the game to win. All right, so peep game. Sexual market value. I like to call it sexual mating value. It's just where your level of desirability is to the opposite sex. So I understand that a lot of people think they have a good understanding of what's of value. Unfortunately, It's not determined by you. It's determined by the opposite sex. Now, our desirability towards the opposite sex are different for men and women. So for men, um, his primary asset is going to be his resources, which means his money, his assets, his lifestyle, he provides, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it's different for women. Yeah, there might be some men out there that 
want a woman that has some type of income or wealth, but the majority of men do not care. And even the ones that do care, it's rarely ever a requirement for a woman to have money. Rarely. Her money is not a primary factor. A woman's primary assets are her beauty and fertility. That's primarily her bread and butter. All right. So at that point in a woman's life, when she is at her peak attractiveness to men, that is when she is at her highest level of SMV. That's when she has the most leverage. That's when she should lock down a lifelong mate. You know, if she so desires. Most times, she can end up locking down her first choice instead of waiting until she has an established career, waiting until she has kids, waiting until she's aged out and her SMV is decreasing every year she waits. Your prime is priceless. A woman's prime is not too long. For a woman, her peak attractiveness years are from 18, about 24. Give or take, give or take. It's, it's, it, it, it could last about 10 years if she's really uh, a woman that takes care of herself. A woman's prime starts to decline after her 20s. So why wait? What you waiting for? You waiting to be out of your prime? You're waiting till you're less desirable? You're waiting until your sexual mating value is decreasing to try to lock somebody in? Not smart. Not smart. Why wait? Every year that a woman waits, there's a new crop of fresh competition hitting the dating marketplace. So while you out working hard, strong and independent, single moms, chasing a life that's exhausting, <laughs> and you shouldn't even want you want that exhausting life for? That hardworking life that men are bound by. You want that? That's crazy. Let me tell you. Working hard is cool and shit, right? Until you 20 years in. You ever been around any single, independent, hard working for over 20 year bitches? <laughs> oh my god, them is the mother them motherfuckers are the Grinches that stole life. 
They are the meanest, the evilest, the bitterest bitches I've ever been around. That strong and independent shit, and they do that shit for 20 plus. They got to do everything on their own. Oh my God, they're mad at the world. Everybody must die. I mean, not a smile or a laugh shall go unpunished. Just angry. Just angry. You want to waste your prime to be strong and independent to end up like that. Your prime is priceless. It's priceless, man. Because like I said, men don't care about your money. There's a lot of things hold women back from this reality. Um, mainstream medias, social medias, you know, spineless simps. You know, the guys that'll just lay their life on a line for like a tiny crumb of pussy. Them niggas fuck the game up too. You know, the generational sabotage, you know, jealous moms, toxic aunties that encourage young women to live their best life. Encourage young women not to give their best years to no man. Right, right, right. We get it, auntie. She should wait till she's 38. And then be complaining on the couch with you. Brilliant fucking idea. Your prime is priceless. But I know what the number one thing is. I figured this shit out. The number one thing is a woman knowing her worth. A woman Refusing to settle. Pete Gang, most of you women out there that know your worth are wrong. There is a good chance, there is a great chance you're wrong when you talk about knowing your worth in the dating marketplace. Now, if we talking about knowing your worth as a person, um, knowing yourself and knowing your value as a human being and all of that, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you do know your worth. But when we talking about knowing your worth and knowing your value on the dating marketplace, you are probably all wrong about your value. And most women got it all wrong because you refuse to understand that the marketplace, a.k.a. men, are who determines your sexual market value. Men determine women's sexual market value. And vice versa. Y'all got to understand that. Y'all think you could tell the market what you worth? How you going? <laughs> you think you going to tell the market what you worth? 
You can't just you can't just come on to a block with all these properties and just tell them what your property is going to be worth. All the properties in the area are worth 250. Here you come. Oh no, nah, my property's worth a million. How? How do you think you can tell the market you're worth? Y'all got to understand that, man. When you when you go buy property, when you go look at real estate, it goes by the comps, the competition in the area. You got to take into consideration the competition that's out here for the men, especially the men that y'all are chasing. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, you know what I mean? Pay attention. The game is real. You can win if you just really, really understand the marketplace. Peep game. You gotta listen to the market, which is the opposite sex. When we're talking dating marketplace. If the market says that you're average, then believe it. If the market says that you're above or below, it's probably the motherfucking truth. So the bottom line, ladies, is since it's your body, your choice, it's also your responsibility to make very important decisions about your life. In your tender 20s. Your prime is priceless. Ladies, your window is short and permanent. Because you don't get your time back. (laughs) Once that's gone, it's gone. So if you want to become a wife, if you want to get married and become a wife, then you got to understand the competition in the dating landscape. And cash out before you age out. Your prime is priceless. And listen, if you don't want to be married, cool, cool. You know, then the decision that you make is obviously equally important. But if you like the streets, and you want to play in the market, you know, until whatever. All right, cool, have fun. But just remember, and the decisions that we make determine our fate. Now, hopefully, you keep that same energy throughout your life. Because like I said, you do not get your time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Your prime is priceless, ma. Take care of it. Do the right thing. The choices that you make will last a lifetime. Don't be like them bitter aunties. Y'all, y'all seen them aunties out there. Ooh, the man-hating aunties. Ooh. 
and they try to keep y'all from men too. They be trying to keep the young girls that from, from from dating the men their age. Oh man, they be mad. Y'all be snatching up them old unks that be having all that paper. <sighs> y'all don't want to be like them. Y'all don't want to be like them. So like I said, for men is different. All right. For men, our primary asset is our resources. All right. Now, technically, it's a combination of looks, status and resources or looks, status and money. I like to say resources because it's not just money. It's money, the house, the cars, the you know, all comes into play. You can come from money. You don't even necessarily have to make money. You can be like a rich, spoiled kid with a trust fund. If you have tons of resources and status, you're good to go. You see what happens with these celebrity babies. They're doing their thing. They're doing their thing in the marketplace. They're taking advantage of it in all the wrong ways. But it is what it is. And it's based off of these decisions that women are making. If, they, if, if women were judging us by other stuff, then that's what we would get. But women are judging our sexual market value based on money. So we get money. Now, this is why they say that every woman has a price. Because resources or money will always play a significant part in a man's overall SMV. All right. I used to think that all women was gold diggers until I understood sexual market value. Once I understood that women dictate the sexual marketplace for men and that money is just part of uh, their equation, a part of their formula, then it all made sense. And this is why lots of guys who don't have lots of money still get laid because they most likely have a higher level of looks or status to balance out the money thing. Now, this is common because a lot of people will scream, well, money doesn't matter. Well, money does matter, but trust me, if you got the looks, you got some game, you could get away with not having money. You could get away with, you know, working a regular job. You could get away with that. But like I say, it's all based on what the women are desiring. So here's the thing. Because men's social status develops over time and our finances obviously develop over time. And for some of us, our looks even develop over time. And our body development, you know what I mean? So because of all of these things, our prime... Men's prime are in the later years in life and our prime lasts longer. So while women's prime has like a 10-year window, tops, a man's prime is easily 20 years. Real smooth like. So, you know, women, they, they hit the top real quick and they crash to the bottom. And burn. If they don't, if they don't use their prime, it hurts. 
you know, a man's financial peak is typically between like 45 and 65, you know, roundabout. So a man typically has the most leverage around his 40s. Yeah, he's going to be peaking in his 40s. It's going to be looking good for bro, bro. Your prime is priceless. See, that's what they don't tell men. They don't tell men that we develop slower because we got a little more time to figure it out, you know, in terms of window or sexual market value window. They try to tell men that, you know, if you ain't married and got kids while you're young, by some young age, then something's wrong. No. That's a lie. That is not true. I thought that was true too till I got this understanding. Now I'm not even going to go into why society actually wants men off of the mating market. That's another video. Shit, that might even be another season. You know, that's something else. But the truth is men reach their peak later in life. So why should any man throw in his hand before he catches the full house? You think you're having a midlife crisis? No, ain't no midlife crisis. The only time you have it not is if you've cashed in your chips before you hit your prime. Yeah. If you're 35 and you already married with kids, your wife done fell out of her prime, you stressed out, dead in job. Yeah. Yeah. You locked in the one, one income stream. It's not even an income stream. It's a career or a job. Punching a clock. And you 35 going into your 40s and you already locked in. It hurts. You know, you married an anchor. You married somebody that held you back. Now, sometimes guys will get with a girl in college and they'll grind together and grow together and flourish together. That's a beautiful thing. That's something that's healthy. But. Those 35-year-old guys dead in jobs, man, I feel bad for them. It ain't a midlife crisis. It's realizing that you got so much life to live and you're already stuck in mediocrity. So whatever you do, gents, understand that your prime awaits you. Don't let them tell you anything different. You know, if you meet the woman early in life and she bets on your potential as a man, and she gives you her prime, then yeah, you should definitely consider rewarding her with your prime. You should consider rewarding her with a good life that you know you will be able to provide. But women that are aging out and these women that try to shame you into being a stepdad and all this crazy shit that they be talking about here, man, please. 
They out they monkey ass mind. They smoking dick. You don't owe bitter Betty shit. You don't owe negative Nancy shit. You don't owe none of them. Your prime is priceless. It's priceless, King. So guys, if no women bet on you early, you know, in your early ages, when your SMV is low and hers is high, if, if a woman don't bet on you then, give you exclusive access to her when she's in her prime, then once your SMV starts bubbling in your 30s and your 40s and you start reaching those peak desirability levels that she already got to enjoy in her early 20s, once you get there, make sure you do not date women who are not in their prime. Make sure you only date women that are in their prime. Also, because that's what you deserve. Why? Because it goes both ways. Simple as that. When women are young and beautiful, they choose the top 20% of men. They have the pick of the litter. They choose the top 20%. So when you're stable with status or money, you should get to choose from the top 20% of women. It's only fair. Fair game. Your promise, priceless, king. Highly desirable women deserve highly desirable men. And vice versa. And when the tables turn, the rules must still apply. There's no favoritism. There's no favoritism. If women in their 20s get to pick who they want, and nine times out of 10, they're dating men with money, who's probably older men anyway. We've all, we've all experienced this. And you overlook all of these men. These 20-year-old women overlook all of these men in their 20s. Then when they're 30... And run down, they want to chase the 30-year-old men. No, these 30-year-old men are going into their prime, sweetie. They're going into their prime, sweetie. And they deserve women that are in their prime. Which is not you. So think about that. Your prime is priceless. I need y'all to think about that. The name of the game is this. The better a woman looks, the more options and access she will have to men. And the more money that a man has, 
the more leverage and access to women he will have. It's that simple. If you just look at it based on those dynamics, it's that simple. And it's fair too. As long as you understand it. As long as you understand the dynamics. They're fair. If you're trying to, if you're if you're a man and you're 25 thinking, oh, I got to hurry up and lock me down. You don't understand the game. You don't understand the market. So it's not fair for you. But once you get that understanding, it's all fair game. One more thing before I get up out of here. All right, real quick. I just want to leave y'all with this. When it comes to long-term value, another important asset for women is to be able to give a man exclusive access. Now, this long-term value is more associated with relationship value, marriage market value, okay? When we're talking about long-term value, The very next thing that's important for long-term value for a woman is her being faithful. A man having exclusive access to her body. And in return, women want that long-term access to a man's resources. So think about that. Keep that in mind. And let me say this. When you look at the fact that her value is prime when she's young and virtuous and his prime is when he's experienced and financially stable. When I add those two together, you know what that tells me? It tells me That a woman's sexual past is equivalent to a man's financial future. So y'all think about that, man. Hit the comment box. Let me know what y'all think. Is any of this something that you guys already understand? Or do you think you know your worth already? You think you can tell the market what it is regardless whether you know this stuff or you don't it's real so play your cards right when you plan the game especially if you want to play to win your prime is priceless it's Hugh Flint make sure y'all share make sure y'all like all of that and I'm going to catch y'all on the next one, man. Trillion. In this guac, guac, you friends with the cop.